This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Global News Time, it's 1.30. Good afternoon, I'm Emily Lazatin. Rescuers are calling it a miracle. Two youngsters spent the night on Coquitlam's Burke Mountain after they and their father fell down a steep ravine yesterday afternoon. They were hiking into a lake to go fishing when they fell. The father told them to stay put while he hiked on to two kilometers to get cell phone service. The call for help to search and rescue came in last night at 7. The children, a boy and a girl aged 6 and 7, were found this morning around 8 and were long lined out by a helicopter. They're okay and so is their dad. Coquitlam Search and Rescue Manager Ian McDonald says it was a huge relief to find them. You can imagine that all of us, you know, we've got kids and, and it was really elation because this is very rugged terrain where they were lost. So we were just very, very thankful that they were found alive and uninjured. As crews were looking for the kids, they found a backpack and that helped to locate them. The family is visiting from Georgia in the U.S. U.S. Democratic presidential candidate Kamala Harris is unveiling a pay inequity proposal that aims to close the gender pay gap by holding corporations accountable when men are paid more than women. Harris's plan would require companies to disclose pay policies while applying for a mandatory equal pay certification. Companies that fail to achieve certification would be fined 1% of their profits for every 1% wage gap they allow to persist for work of equal value. Ford is eliminating 10% of its global salaried workforce. The automaker says it's cutting 7,000 white-collar jobs as part of a major restructuring that's due to end in August. The cuts will save the company about $600 million a year by eliminating bureaucracy and increasing the number of workers reporting to each manager. In the U.S., Ford already has cut about 1,500 workers out of the 2,300 jobs that will be cut through buyouts and layoffs. Most of Ford's white-collar workers are in or near the company's headquarters in Dearborn, Michigan. I'm Mike Hempen. U.S. President Donald Trump is using Twitter to deny that banks didn't want to lend him money. President Trump says he didn't borrow from many banks because he didn't need the money, not because they wouldn't do business with him. It's a response aimed at the New York Times, which reported that security specialists at Deutsche Bank recommended flagging to federal authorities many transactions associated with Trump and his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, as possibly suspicious. The paper reported Deutsche Bank was the only mainstream financial institution willing to consistently do business with Trump because of his record of defaulting on loans. Two House committees have subpoenaed Deutsche Bank, but the Trump organization's working to block them in court. Jackie Quinn, Washington. Global News Time 132. Now the latest AM 730 traffic. Here's Trish Jewison. Good afternoon and good news out in Chilliwack. Cleared the crash westbound Highway 1 by Herling Island. It's out of there. Still expect some leftover volume through that stretch. Dealing with a flipped car in the ditch in Hope. It's westbound on Highway 5 at Othello Road in the right lane with crews on scene. Expect significant delays through there. And big delays on the Sea to Sky Highway. No problems reported, but it does slow down a lot. Southbound on Highway 99 just before Britannia. Beach. Ask Sherwin Williams and say 40% on paints and stains. Sale prices starting at $27.83, May 17th through June 3rd. Retail sales only, some exclusions apply. See store for details. In the AM730 Traffic Center, I'm Trish Jewison. 
Your global sky tracker weather now. Periods of rain this afternoon. Highs to 14 degrees. Cloudy with a 60% chance of showers tonight down to 12. And tomorrow we'll see showers in the morning. Clearing in the afternoon. Highs of 15 near the water and up to 18 inland. In New Westminster, 13 degrees. Mostly cloudy outside CKNW at Pacific Center. Also 13 degrees. Global News Time is 1.34. I'm Emily Lazatin. It is time now for Travel Best Bets, and Clara Newell is with us on this holiday Monday. Hi, Claire. Hey there, Simi. Have you had a good long weekend? Oh, I had a, I cleaned the garage. What more could I ask for? It's spotless. That's so funny. Such I'm a good staring feeling. at my husband and son who are cleaning up the garage. Ah, well, <laughs> see, good work has to be done sometime, right? I can, I can eat exactly. off the floor of my garage right now. That's how clean it is. Uh, but oh. let's, let's get to talking about travel. It was a very busy week. We didn't get a chance to talk to you about the whole Air Canada Transat thing. What do you think about that? Oh, it's really, this one has me, um, all just, I, I'm, are you worried? I really have a bad, yeah, I'm worried about this one. And it's because I feel like Air Canada, um, is just going to gobble up, uh, uh, quite a large competitor. I mean, size wise, they're nowhere near the same. One is 35,000 employees, the other about 5,000 employees. A lot of their workforce for both though are in Quebec. The thing that um, has me bothered about this is that I think that the um, Competition Bureau is going to take a close look at this, mainly because the Transat uh, Division, Transat Holidays, which many right. customers know, has a lot of transatlantic as well as south, south destinations, so Mexico and the Caribbean. We all go on these all-inclusive vacations, that type of thing. So does Air Canada's division called Air Canada Vacations. And it's nowhere near as strong as Transat's. And I just feel like they're going to merge them together and it's going to be one of those players gone, which always means less competition, more expensive packages for us all. Right. That's the thing, right? And it just seems like there's a lot of kind of consolidation going on in the industry right now with the, you know, Onyx buyout of WestJet and this. Like, I think it has a lot of travelers kind of apprehensive about what happens next. And so it should, but I think a lot of people are really worried because there are so many low-cost carriers that are coming into this market. And this is one of the things I'm worried that the uh, Competition Bureau of Canada is going to take a look at and say, hey, you know what, maybe this merger is okay because of the fact that there is Flair, Canada Jetlines, there's Swoop, uh, which is WestJet's low-cost division. Right. But they are nowhere near as strong and established as like a, like a transat. So... Transat's been going since the mid-90s, so it's going to be very, very interesting to watch. I know there's a lot of um, regulatory things that it needs to go through to, you know, to to actually, whether we know it's going to go through or not. But at the end of the day, this one really does have me worried. Not so much the Onyx WestJet deal. I think that they need this. Um, I think this just will make them stronger. And they've, they've undergone a lot of changes over the past few years, Simi. They've um, yeah. taken on a lot of huge aircraft, these gorgeous 787 Dreamliners. They've opened Swoop, uh, WestJet Encore, and that's drained them. They've also, like Jet Fuels, which is one of their biggest costs, has gone up, and they've unionized their employees, which is also a huge cost. So, you know, this is this means that they're going to be there long term. Right. So I don't think it's, I, I think it's going to mean um, not really in the in the short term that there's going to be lower prices, but I think long term, because they're doing all of these transatlantic routes and these big over, you know, they, these got these big birds that can now do long haul flights. I think that's where down the road, us as Canadians will 
we'll see a little bit more competition and better rates. Right. That's what we're afraid of, though, right? Because Transat did a lot of those routes. Like a lot of people flew Transat mm-hmm. to go overseas in the summertime. Right. That's right. So they do t- basically two seasons. They do the sun season, which kind of goes November 1 right through until the end of April. And then from May 1st right through until October, they are going to Europe. And they have great packages, really cheap rates. Um, and, and I just think that what, in my mind, it's Air Canada taking out a major competitor. Interesting. Okay, well, we're going to have to wait on that one. I know the other thing we were going to talk about today was rude behavior in other countries. Are you telling me, Claire, that in this day and age, (laughs) there's people who travel to these other countries and, and don't check out the rules ahead of time, like what might be socially unacceptable there? Oh, you would not believe what people do. Do you have stories? It's so, Come on, so, tell us story. so bad. <laughs> I know. I was just, I was going to give a couple of things that just, um, just to remind people, because I was actually going through this list because I think our family might be going to spend some time in the Greek islands next year. Ah. And I'm like looking through and Greece wasn't listed on here. But one that I didn't even think of was that um, in certain places, you don't sit in the back seat of a cab. I mean, that's what we do here. But in Ireland, Australia, New Zealand and Scotland, you don't. You ride shotgun instead. I didn't even realize that's that. If, that's if there's one person, though, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's, I, I think it's if there's more than one. I think if you're just, you know, you and I were going to Ireland, we all one of us squeeze... would sit in the front. Really? One of us would have to, yes, and then oh, one in the back. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, another one that I, I never like it when my son talks with his hands in his pockets. It always, it always bugs me. And you know, you just, you kind of look sulky. That. Yeah. So in Germany, that's totally considered rude. So just it's, you know, I don't know how much time we have to chat about this, but all, what this really at the end of the day is, is just a reminder, find out what's rude. I didn't know I was in St. Petersburg not that long ago. You're not supposed to smile at strangers in Russia. I thought it would You're be not? friendly. And no, it's, they actually think it's considered, you, you, they consider you insincere if you do it. Wow. I, I was thinking about Japan too. I was there last year and there's a lot of rules for that, right? Like don't walk oh, and yeah. eat. Don't, you can't right. just like buy a coffee and walk down the street with that. There's no consuming of beverages or food if you're out walking around. No, they think it's so rude to eat or drink in public and, and when you're walking around. So only at a table when you're sitting and it's mealtime. Um, but tipping is the biggest thing that people get yes. caught up on. They they see it as degrading. And, you know, we see it as, oh, you've done such a great job. The service was so exceptional. Yeah. But you don't do it there. You don't do it there. And and garbage, too. <laughs> that was the other thing. I remember asking, like, where where do I throw this out? There's no public garbage there. So you have to always, like, pack it in, pack it out. You have to take it with you and dispose of it when you have a chance. Oh, yes. See, did you do all of these? Um, did you know these before you went? Yes. The garbage one, not as much. I didn't. But the other ones I did know in the garbage, I remember asking the hotel front desk, like, excuse me, do you have a, a garbage? I think it was just like a piece of some paper or plastic or something I had to throw. And she explained it to me. And I thought, oh, okay, well, that's good to know, right? And then we realized, oh, yeah, there are no public garbage cans anywhere in Tokyo that we were. And when you were in Japan, did you find that um, they felt the same way about blowing your nose in public? I mean, oh, yeah. I've I d- been in I mainland China. I lectured everybody and, in and my group about that. Yeah, that's really important. But it's not just Japan. Um, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, it's considered absolutely repulsive in France. So just go to a bathroom and that's where it's done. You never, ever do it in public. Oh, good advice. It's all really good advice. <laughs> People should check that stuff before they go. But hey, let's help them go somewhere now. 
Well, I have a seven night Alaska cruise on three dates in June that if you can do it, it's a steal. The first, the fifth, or the twelfth of June, a seven night Alaska cruise sailing round trip from Vancouver is five ninety nine. Taxes on that are three forty nine, so it works out to nine forty eight for seven nights. So what is so crazy about that is you can barely get one night's hotel in Vancouver for five hundred dollars right now. Like because this is high season and you get your accommodation and your meals and entertainment for a whole week. That's unreal. <laughs> um, the next one I've got for you, I know, is Costa Rica. So we rarely see deals there. It's just a little bit harder to get to. But if you can go to Costa Rica September 2nd through until October 21st, and I think I would go the as late as possible if I had the you know some choice in when, because the weather's starting to get a little bit yuckier here. But airfare and seven nights in a beachfront all-inclusive resort in Costa Rica, six ninety-nine taxes of four twenty. It works out to eleven nineteen for a week, which is a really good buy if you've never done Costa Rica. And it's below the hurricane band. So um, the weather, it will be warm there, but it's um, out of the hurricane zone. Okay, which is and important. And then the last one. Yeah, exactly. Um, the next one I've got for you is a long stay to the French Riviera. This one, I think, is my favorite long stay because of the fact... I mean, there are others that are cheaper than me, but this one, because of the date, September the 21st, which is such a nice time to go. The weather is beautiful. Crowds are gone. Uh, September 21st, airfare and 28 nights accommodation in the French Riviera, which is four weeks. It also includes your a- airport transfers. It's $17.99, taxes of $7.40. It works out to $25.39 all in for four weeks weeks in the French Riviera. If only I had a month to take off. (laughs) (laughs) If only any of us had a month to take off. Uh, Claire, thank you. (laughs) Thanks, Simi.